the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Now, it's Real Life Lending with your host, financial services expert, Eric Ilofsky-McKay. Hey, everybody. Happy Tuesday. Happy Election Day. Welcome to Real Life Lending. We are your Northern California show for what's new and true in mortgage finance and real estate. I know everybody's got their eyes glued to the TV, and hopefully we'll be able to at least give you a little bit of break of Mr. Trump and Mrs. Clinton. Tonight, I have Jessica Couch in studio with me. Hi, Jessica. How are you? Good evening. Glad to be here and not in front of the TV. It's all going to be over tonight. I am going to be so happy. So I'm going to so wake happy. up tomorrow and get back to business and stop all the silliness and all the craziness and all the name-calling. Well, that'll probably continue. Oh, I imagine. But, um, you know, at least I hope you're taking a break. Maybe if you're in your car driving home, at least it'll give you a break. Turn the station and uh, hopefully talk real estate. Yes. That's what we do best. A little bit about you new listeners out there. This show was created about four years ago because of my just sheer frustration of what I was hearing in the national media and about how difficult it was to get a mortgage, how terrible the lending industry was, how everybody was a bunch of crooks, and how real estate was a bad investment. Well, this place was built for all you, the consumer out there, to have a place to come ask questions and learn about what you can do and what you can't do. We all know that we know um, our brother's mother's sister Uh who had their real estate license in 1995 and almost closed three transactions, loves to give advice to everybody out there. But we live and breathe this industry six, seven days a week, 24 hours a day. A little bit about myself. I've been in the corporate finance and lending industry for about 27 years. Currently the Northern California area manager for Essex Mortgage. And I run the beautiful loan center in Northern California. But the best part of my job is sitting across the kitchen table from you folks, the listeners out there, and getting you back into home ownership or buying your first property, your third property, or maybe that first investment property. In fact, we've got a listener to the show closing on a 20-unit apartment complex this month, so we wow. want to congratulate them. So we do just about everything here. Give us a call. We have a lot of ways to get a hold of us. Our call number is 925 203 5808 925-203-5808. You can text to that line as well. We've got a lot of text questions uh, from last week. A little bit about Essex Mortgage. We've been in business 30 years. We fund about a billion dollars a year in residential real estate. Doesn't make us a big box bank, and we're thankful for that every day. We're allowed maybe look at more common sense underwriting, maybe look more common sense, maybe look at something maybe that doesn't fit in that box that maybe under other lenders uh, require. So we're here to ask questions. Give us a call, 925-203-5808. Jessica, introduce yourself. Tell everybody who you are and what you do. I'm a full-time realtor. I really enjoy helping move up buyers. I love working with first-time buyers as well, but my real passion and my niche is investment property, helping people make money with their money. There's just nothing more exciting than that. You've got some uh, uh, investment properties to talk about later I do, I do. So all you investors out there listening, lean into the radio. Stay tuned because I know Jessica's got a couple of them that we always sell real estate on this show. It's true. A lot of Bay Area investors listening to the show. And the prices are so reasonable in comparison. So, yes. Absolutely. You know, one of the biggest things that that I get asked about is 
these days, especially tonight, I know everybody's looking to see who's going to win and what that's going to do to our economy. And more importantly, how it's going to affect our real estate market, our interest rates. Because let's think about it. we got a new, new administration coming in. Uh, we have probably a new Fed uh, chief. We're going to have a whole new administration, uh, maybe a different outlook on things. But basically in the short term, all you people out there that are out looking for a home, now is still a great time to buy real estate. It is. And regardless of who wins, you know, some things may change. They don't get sworn in until next year, right? That gives us two months to enjoy where we're at today. But one of the things I thought would be fun today is kind of go through how much this whole election uh, is might affect uh, interest rates. And one of the things I, I, I want people to kind of understand, uh, even though we're going to elect a new president here in the next probably hour or two, if it already hasn't been called, uh, is that mortgage rates, contrary to popular belief, are not controlled by the government or what? the administration. So let me say that again. Mortgage rates are not controlled by Uncle Sam. Rather, they're kind of like based um, on assets that's called mortgage-backed securities or MBSs. And those are the things that get traded on the secondary market that got everybody into trouble back in the day where they were rated as A-plus, but they were really not so good investments. Um, but they're just like stocks on the open market. And just like stocks, mortgage-backed securities can rise and fall. It's all based on speculation, not who's in the White House. Um, and... When investors perceive like uncertainty, here's the way this works. Like today, look, the market was up 200 some points this morning, I heard, because they kind of already have uh, Clinton win the White House and basically the same status quo being moved forward. Uh, and what happens is, is when um, the future is unpredictable, investors pull out of the mortgage-backed securities and go back into the, the market, the, the, uh, uh, the stock market. Uh, when they feel that, hey, everything's okay, we know what's going on, then they're going to look for more safer investments or unspeculated. They're going to go buy bonds, which helps interest rates get lower. Interesting. Uh, so <laughs> let me say that again. When investors perceive uncertainty, they invest in mortgage-backed securities. This drives mortgage rates down. When uh, the future is pretty predictable, investors pull their money into riskier investments. When they know what's going on, they feel, all right, I'll, I'll just I'll play with the market a little bit. And that, uh, they pull money out of mortgage-backed securities and back into the stock market. And that makes rates go up because they have to offer a higher yield to these same investors to get them to put money back into mortgage-backed securities. Um, so here, this, 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 this is the two things that could happen, okay? Uh, scenario number one. I Ms. am listening Mrs. in, yes. Mrs. Clinton gets in. Democratic nominee wins. Wall Street's already kind of banked in this win for the Democratic nominee. If this happens, don't expect any big changes in mortgage rates. Uh, we've had a terrible week or t last week. You know, mortgage rates have inched up. We've had the mortgage-backed security markets inch up. The stock market's been going great. Uh, it's been it's it's being uh, pretty strong, which means rates are climbing. Uh, and we've kind of had a continuous climb the last month or so, slowly but still historically at all-time low. Investors like predictability. And like I mentioned earlier, Clinton is kind of like the status quo. She's predictable. Uh, the new administration would likely not impose big policy shifts and probably keep the same ones in force that are already there. Um, but in times of relative uncertainty, certainty, investors are more bold. They'll move away from safer investments like mortgage-backed securities. So this kind of brings us to scenario number two. Let's say Mr. Trump pulls ahead and wins. I know everybody's cringing out there. But as mortgage uh, rate shopper, you might do very well in this scenario. Uh, Wall Street 
expects a Democratic win. If that doesn't happen, expects mortgage rate shifts not seen since summer. Uh, wow. And that could be a big difference. Um, rates, uh, I mean, what, uh, remember when in when Britain uh, left the European Union this summer? Uh, that sent shockwaves through the markets and introduced a lot of uncertainty and mortgage rates fell to the lowest they've ever been. Uh, same thing could happen if Mr. Clinton or Mr. Mr. Trump wins. So, Interesting. Uh, and that doesn't, it's not a guarantee, but uh, I'm going to turn on the, the TV at the break and see what's happening because uh, I've been kind of waiting to lock some things out there. Interesting. <laughs> Most, uh, and, and let's talk about locking your interest rate. If you're in the middle of a purchase or refinance transaction, um, it's always safe to know that rates may rise after t- after tonight or they could fall. But the, if you're comfortable, we're still historically near the lows. Um, it's just a great time to buy real estate. Uh, what are you seeing out there on the real estate side? It, we were talking about this just before we came on the mm-hmm. air, and it really depends on where you are. I mean, if, if we look at even the Tri-County area, mm-hmm. um, it's such a generalization as to what um, prices are doing. When I go into different counties, we see a lot of different, you know, county to county, I'll see how prices that have really stabilized and going in the next county and they're going crazy. You know, right. there's multiple offers on every property in that same price range. So it, it really differs, you know, county. County to county, but I, I'm still seeing seeing things as a um, overall move pretty quickly. Absolutely, and you know what we're seeing is kind of a bounce back in 2016 of the first time home buyer. Right. Uh, we're working with several now. A uh-huh. couple of them are, are listeners to the show, and they've kind of been busier this year than they have in previous years. Um, I think because of wage growth and just the mortgage rates being near like record lows. Right. Um, getting back to the election really quick, I think you've got a great opportunity before any policy change, regardless of who gets in, throughout the end of the year. And that's why I think December is always one of my busiest, busiest months. Me too. Would you agree? Yeah. Uh, everybody wants to close. Everybody wants to spend their money prior to the end of the year. But I got to tell you, it's a great time. We're seeing kind of home prices kind of stabilize, you know, during the... Right. We really have. And I think um, this, if you're working with a savvy agent um, that can help you as a buyer, it really is a time to come in and just clean up because houses that have been on the market that started too high, you can really get a good deal where people start right. really stressing on um, coming up to holidays and not having their house sold because they were misguided um, with pricing at the beginning of, of their um, listing. Sure. Um, well, the 35th annual profile from home buyers and sellers this is the national association of realtors put this out and this year they state that uh, first time home buyers uh, account for 35 percent of the u.s home sales between july 15 and july 16 and that's up 32 percent from the previous year uh, but historically you know first time buyers have always been about 40 42 percent of uh, home sales um, growing wages helps with the median household income right now believe it or not is eighty-eight thousand, a little over eighty-eight thousand dollars in 2015 huh. Um, first time mortgage, uh, buyers with a mortgage made down payments of 4% on average. So that means they're taking advantage of low down payment programs, conventional or FHA loans. Um, with, uh, move up buyers, uh, coming up with about 16% down. What happened to the twenty percent down, thirty percent down people? I, you know, well, and I, I, I guess the what we haven't uh, discussed within that <clears throat> scenario is, yeah, more move up buyers that sure. are coming in with cash, but they're they don't, you know, they're not portioned of the uh, first time buyers, and then folks that are selling their home and coming into another area like Bay Area with sure. Prop ninety and just purchasing with cash, they're not part of that equation with the mortgage either. And certainly, I'm I'm seeing more of that, and there's definitely more talk of that as well. Well, owners who sold their homes this year. 
uh, walked away with about 43000 on average more than their purchase price, helping them trade up to larger properties. So, you know, I think that we need those move-up buyers to make room and inventory for those first-time home buyers. Absolutely. And even retirees may be stopping working. I know that one of the things that uh, we want to talk about after the break is we got some text questions about reverse mortgages last week, but I want to. Oh. I also want to talk about. Um, there's an article that came out that uh, was across my desk this week. Our homeowners throwing away the key to their retirement. So uh, we're going to take a break. I want to thank everybody for listening to Real Life Lending. If you have any questions for Jessica or myself, give us a call nine two five two zero three five eight zero eight nine two five two zero three five eight zero eight. We'll be right back after this. It's Real Life Lending with financial services expert, Eric Ilofsky-McKay. All right, everybody. Welcome back to Real Life Lending. We're at a Northern California show for what's new and true in mortgage finance and real estate. Tonight, I have Jessica Couch in studio with me, and we're talking real estate. We're trying to take everybody's mind off the election, even though we have it on TV here in the studio. We're kind of watching to see what's going on. It's kind of like watching a train wreck. You know, it, it car is. accident. You've got to look at it when you walk by. <laughs> Um, but hopefully we're going to provide a break for you. I know that uh, we got a lot of text questions, and one of them uh, last week was from a young lady that was asking about uh, uh, reverse mortgages. And this kind of ties into something that um, uh, another article that I pulled about this week that, you know, our homeowners throwing away the key to retirement security. And it, it kind of goes through is how much does the roof over your head help ensure that you're going to have money in retirement? Uh, it's a question, kind of like the Urban Institute, I think, did this survey and trying to answer a study of home equity patterns among older American households. And it was actually commissioned by Fannie Mae. So, uh, you know, they're the ones that insure a lot of the loans out there. Uh, and they kind of wanted to know how home equity in, plays in your uh, retirement security. And it also looks at homeowner behavior and seeks to identify barriers, how people take money out of their home, which could limit retirees' ability to use that equity in retirement spending. Um, and it's kind of funny. Um, the Urban Institute, uh, they, they did this span, this, this study from 1998 through 2012 for households with uh, one of the spouses at least 65 ages or older. Uh, and for most adults nearing retirement uh, age, home is their most valuable asset. You and I run across right. this all the time, right? It's probably one of the largest investments most people are going to make. And, and especially in the Bay Area, you know, you become a millionaire if you bought your house in 1978 and you're right. still in the same house now. Uh, so it does play into, and more and more financial planners are actually thinking about homing equi home equity as part of a retirement tool. Um, but it's tough for people to live, leave their homes after right. leaving them all their, all their years. Um, but relatively, like this article says, relatively few people, retirees, tap into their equity, um, but they like it as a nest egg, like as that security blanket. Um, but future generations, I think they're going to have a hard time utilizing to help finance their retirement because people are putting less money down. Very they're true. moving more. Their, their, their mortgage debt seems to be larger. Um, and homeownership rates have suffered badly since the beginning of the recession. And by 2012, for people over 65, declined to 65.4%. Prior to that, homeownership of eight people age over 65 was 80%. Interesting. Um, typical over 65 owner-occupied household saw its home equity increase 42% between 2000 and 2006 and then decline 22% during the downturn. That is interesting. So it kind of gets into what 
can you do to tap into your equity? And, and, you know, most people go out and borrow. Well, what happens when you borrow on a mortgage? You got to have a payment, right? Right. A payment associated with that. And, and I got to tell you, uh, when you're retired, retirement should not include a mortgage payment. I would agree with that. So I think planning is something everybody really needs to do. Uh, even though you're hearing this from a mortgage person, you want to pay off that mortgage as, as soon as you possibly can before you retire or at least stock away some money so your lifestyle can continue. Uh, but one of the things I think is becoming more and more, and this, this text question from Sandra in Fremont actually was asking uh, about reverse mortgage because from time to time we'll do a, a show on reverse mortgage. But I think it's really important because it's becoming a better and better tool. It got a really bad rap. It's been around since the 70s, but now it's regulated by HUD, so it's overseen by HUD. It, it's very consumer friendly. It's not the same product it used to be, and I think that's what's really important because it covers both you and your spouse for life. And you have to be at least 62 years of older, uh, at least 50% equity in the property. And I, we have people that buy with reverse mortgages too. Right. I had a couple that uh, you helped them. And I don't know how you oh, structured yeah. that because the uh, wife was considerably younger and right. she did, was not 62. So how, how does that work? You can have a trophy husband or wife <laughs> and we will cover and, and a reverse mortgage. Basically, there's a lot of people, th- people think of a reverse mortgage as, hey, I'm going to get this mortgage. I never have to make a payment. I'm done. Not really the case. You can still make a payment on reverse. Basically, all you're doing is rather than making a payment, your loan balance is increasing. Okay, it's the only difference. But you can make a payment if you want. You can make an interest-only payment, uh-huh. uh, so you still keep retain all the equity in your property. Or you can, let's say, one an unforeseen your spouse passes away, you lose fifty percent of their pension. You can only afford instead of the two thousand dollar mortgage payment, you can now only afford a thousand dollars. You can still make that payment each month to preserve that equity. Unlike uh, uh, people's response, and, and people had a lot of, uh, the only thing you're really required to pay is your property tax and insurance. Uh, it does not credit score based, so you don't have to have a credit score for a reverse mortgage. Uh, you have to go to counseling by HUD to actually make sure that you understand the program. Uh, and the bank takes all the risk. You could live, if you live to be 120 years old and the loan, the, your loan balance is worth twi- is twice what the house is worth, the bank takes all the risk. Uh, but, and there's a lot, a lot of, uh, different ways to take that money. You can just stop making a payment. You could have a line of credit. You can, like I mentioned earlier, keep, keep making payments on your property. One of the things I like to do is make sure we get all the heirs involved, the kids Uh to make sure they understand, uh, some of the myths and misconceptions about a reverse mortgage. Uh, and I think that uh, that's a great place to break because I know that it's a big topic. We're going to do a whole show on that. But when we come back from our break, I want to talk about some of the myths about reverse mortgage because people think that you're giving up your home. The bank owns the home, not the case. A lot of the heirs think that they're going to lose their inheritance uh, of the property, not the case. Reverse mortgage, you pay it off just like you pay off. If mom and dad pass away and they have a mortgage on their house, you pay it off, you retain title, or you, you refi out of it, you pay off the note and you retain title. There's a lot of things that I think that people are maybe misunderstood about a reverse mortgage, but um, let's talk about that when we come back yeah. after the break. Uh, all right. Are we ready to break? Sounds like we are. Again, if we have uh, any questions, give us a call. 925-203-5808, 925-203-5808. If you have any questions, you're listening to Real Life Lending. We'll be right back after this. It's Real Life Lending with financial services expert, Eric Ilofsky mckay Hey, uh, you're listening to Real Life Lending. We're here on election night trying to de- defer your attention away from the TV. Um, it's tighter than I thought. 
Yeah, I, I haven't paid this much attention until this evening. Like, this does seem very, very close. Hey, you're listening to uh, Eric McKay and Jessica Couch here on Real Life Lending. And if you have any questions, give us a text, 925-203-5808. We've got a few coming in over the break. Um, but one of the things before the last break, we were kind of talking about a text question um, that came in regarding reverse mortgage. And you have to be 62. It has to be your primary residence. And you can buy a home. One of the things people think about is refinancing into a reverse mortgage. And one of the things I think that people don't utilize, you can use a reverse mortgage for a purchase, right. Jessica. So there are people, I'm, I'm from the Bay Area. I grew up in the Bay Area. I know that market really well. Uh, we also have property up in the Sacramento, El Dorado area. And one of the great things about parents moving up to be closer to their kids is Prop 90. Right. And it's a great way for you to take your Prop 13 tax base along with you. And we kind of made a joke earlier about somebody buying their house in 1978 for $78,000. Now it's worth 2.5. Right. And they're going to walk away with a ton of cash and they might want to go buy something for cash. Um, but they're going to be subject to that new tax rate, right? Right. Well, so, unless tell, they use Prop 90. Tell us what Prop 90 does. Um, it will keep your taxes. Your The tax basis that you purchased your home in the Bay Area, in this right. example, at $78,000, you keep that tax basis in your new home for, say, 800000 You buy right. some acreage in El Dorado. You have a beautiful home with Save a great a view. A and, yeah, that's a, just an amazing idea. So what it does, you have to be 55, right? right. 55. Five years old has to be buying a primary residence. You have to be leaving it. You can leave any county in California, but you have to go to a receiving county. You can take your Prop 13 tax base and purchase a new home. Uh, and like Jessica said, eight hundred thousand, a million dollars. And instead of paying that twelve, thirteen hundred dollar a month property tax bill, uh, you're basically going to pay your Prop 13 tax bill that you're going to take that with you from your old house. Right. People are it just got renewed. I heard. Yeah. So five actually, years. Five years. So it, it's it was expiring this year, and I think it's an underutilized program. So El Dorado County is one of the counties uh, that is a reciprocating county. Right. And we got people calling all the time, and we're actually helping somebody uh, this year that actually sold in San Jose, bought up in El Dorado Hills. And was able to never make a mortgage payment on a brand new house because she wanted to save some of her cash. She didn't want to spend it all on a house. We set her up with Prop 90, but we're also, she used a reverse mortgage to purchase the property. Wow. She put 40% down and never had to make a payment. So what should she do with the rest of her cash? Should she buy investments or go? No, I'm just, I'm just teasing. <laughs> that's, you know, that's a great conversation. And, but, you know, everybody's different, but I think she wanted to retain some of her cash. And that is probably the next step. But I think it's uh, it's a great tool. Prop 90, if you want to learn more about Prop 90, how do they get a hold of you, Jessica? Oh, 916-532-8916. And we have a, you know, unlike the Bay Area where there's, you know, three homes currently listed in San Francisco County, mm-hmm. um, in El Dorado County alone, we there are a lot of beautiful luxury homes in that 600 to a million market. Um, and a lot of those have been sitting for a while. Maybe they were priced a little high to begin with. And um, you have a you have a good amount of options available. Right. And I know it's just even if and Jessica made a good point, if, if you're downsizing or, you know, from size of house, but maybe upping in price from right. what, you, what you paid for your current house, you know, they're you're absolutely right about using uh, those funds to purchase income. Right. Or basic investment property. We have a client from the Bay Area that bought their house for two, their, their duplex. Is it uh-huh. four bucks or a four unit? Uh, Sandy? Oh. Uh, those those folks they bought those a folks. 
duplex. A duplex. A duplex for two forty five right. six months ago. Right. We just did a refinance on it. And it came in at three fifteen. I had no doubt either because they got in at a really great time. We had another buyer at the same time that got in at two fifty nine. Um, we were able to really significantly up the rent um, on both sides for both folks. It, it was just a win win win. Absolutely. And but the first point start is especially now with the election tonight. Let's get you pre-approved to get you into that property before the end of the year. Right. All you have to do is call 925-203-5808, 925-203-5808. Work with me directly or go to reallifelending.com. That's our website, reallifelending.com. Shoot me an email or a request for a consultation and we'll get right back. Um, I know we've got a lot of text questions coming. I know all of our investors out there are listening and leaning into the radio uh, and we're going to talk about some new properties, right? Yes. Are, are we there now? We're, we're actually, okay. now? we're actually when we come back from the break. Uh, right now, again, folks, uh, if you have any questions, give us a call or text us, 925-203-5808. Keep those text questions come in. We'll get to them right after the break. We'll be right back after this. It's Real Life Lending with financial services expert Eric Ilofsky-McKay. All right, everybody. Welcome back to Real Life Lending, the Northern California show for what's new and true in mortgage finance. One of the things I want to remind everybody, if you're in the Bay Area and you're listening to this show, the show, same show will be replayed. You can tell all your friends on one of our sister stations, 860 AM, The Answer, at Saturday at 5 p.m. All right, folks, um, you know, before the break, again, we talked about reverse mortgages. It's such a unique product, and it's specifically designed for each individual person. Uh, based on your age and your home value and everything else. So if you want to learn a little bit more, give me a call at 925-203-5808, 925-203-5808, and we'll tell you and we'll sit down with you and go through the programs and maybe find the best fit for you. But I know all of the investors out there have been kind of waiting to us talk about election and real estate and waiting for those properties that Jessica has and wants to talk about. I know that uh, you're kind of the uh, the queen of the multi-unit. I do enjoy the multi-unit. So uh, what do you have for us this week? Well, one property um, that is new to the market is on 34th Avenue. It's in 95824 in Sacramento. But what is unique about this um, four unit is it is four individual homes. Um, the front house is a three-bedroom, two-bath. Uh, the next is a two-bedroom, one-bath, uh, an additional two-bedroom, one-bath, and then a one-one in the back. Uh, this property is listed at four forty-nine, and it brings in thirty-four, a little more than thirty-four hundred a month in rent. Okay. So, very unique situation. Sure. Um, they don't, you know, they're not sharing walls. So, I like that one a lot. Um, there's another property I've mentioned, and I'm just very surprised it's still in the market. Uh, it's listed at three eighty-five. It's in Oak Park, which is one of my very favorite areas for revitalization in Sacramento. This is close to the um, the the Four Corners. It's a very very hipster area. Mm-hmm. Um, 3208 Second Avenue listed at 385. It brings in, currently brings in over 3200 in rent. And, you know, just what we were talking about, in most of these situations, there is room for a rent increase. Sure. If you check what, you know, I use Rentometer as a gauge. Um, a lot of times I've had t- uh, clients that are able to get even more when they post it for rent than what the gauge should be. Absolutely. you got to f- remember, folks, that uh, California, especially Northern California in particular, right. number one in the nation last year for rent increases for single-family homes. We're talking about uh, right now, and I, I, I did not pull that off my printer, but Sacramento area where these properties are listed. Uh-huh. You, you know, we talked about the, the our, our client and listener that purchased uh, 
six months ago and had right. such a great gain. You know, he's able to rent his as soon as those leases are up, he's going to bump them another 10, 15 percent. Oh, yeah. So, I mean, cash flow on cash flow is great on these properties. And when we got those properties, each side was renting for seven twenty five. Right. They both moved mm-hmm. out and they were able to get, I think, eleven hundred. I mean, immediately. It's, it's an adorable part of town and um, close to the city college. So yeah. really any other properties. I do. I have another one that is in Fresno. Um, I that that is how hard I will work for you. I will go to Fresno for you. <laughs> and, uh, and she's not kidding, folks. We had a listener call us that wanted to see a property in Fresno, and Jessica drove down to show this property. Well, uh, now hey, now I'm part of the board there, and I have some other properties to share with you. Okay. So the, this one is a four unit uh, listed at 165. I think this is an excellent value. I've actually walked all of these units. It brings in 1700 a month. 165, 165 brings in 1700 a month, and they're all all filled. All 20, filled 25% with leases. down, you're looking at a five, $600 a month PITI right. payment. You're clearing 1200 a month. It's just amazing to me. Just amazing. And, and you know, we joke about uh, uh, kind of being full service and, and willing to go anywhere. But, you know, w- what do you do? I mean, investment property purchase is much different than a single family. I mean, if people True. look at it differently. Uh, one of the biggest questions we always get is, is how do you analyze an investment property? That is a good question. So I think, you know, looking at the, finding the cap rate would be an easy way to mm-hmm. know what your cash flow is going to be. Um, and I just had a conversation with another listener this last mm-hmm. week, and she had bought some properties based on future appreciation. It didn't appreciate as expected. Um, And if you have that cash flow, that's, you know, if there's appreciation, it's the cream on top. If there's not, at least you have that cash flow coming in. You're buying income. And, right. you know, even though people might think, hey, I, I don't want to buy in Fresno. I never live. You're not buying. You're, you're not living, living in there. Fresno. Yeah. You're buying cash flow. You're just collecting the rent. And it's just about return on investment. And I, I, and I can put together some really cool pie charts and, and analyze your normal operating expenses and give all that information to you, which I recommend we do prior Absolutely. to you buying. But uh, it's just a matter of condition, looking at the neighborhood all times of the day. And just because you wouldn't live there doesn't mean that you're not buying. I know you own property out of state, so do I. It's just about buying income. And I think having, you know, good feet on the ground there. I have a good property manager out of state, and I think that's important. But I also think it's really important to work with a lender and an agent that are also investors. Because working with just any agent that goes, this is a great buy, let's go do it, without really analyzing and asking the proper questions and and making sure the investment you're getting into could get you into trouble. Right. And and again, you know, I've had other lenders. I have a four-unit that I'm going to close this month that another lender was not able to structure correctly. That's right. It was just a real – seller actually came to me and said, Hey, uh, can you help? And, and it's just a matter of finding the right loan structure to make it work. And, you know, that's, I think that after 27 years in the business, I've seen, I'd like to say I've seen it all, but we know we don't. Right? Sure. We, no, we there's something, something new all day. the time. And, you know, I know last time we were on air, we did a show about the biggest mistakes people make in investment property. And I think we can help you with those too, because we've made them personally sure. on properties we've bought ourselves. And plus we see, and that's one of the things I think people, you know, whether you're buying your first house or you're just coming out of, you lost a home in the past, you know, just us, you know, it's just, I keep telling you, it's just us. We, nothing that you're going to tell us, we haven't heard or seen six times or earlier been in the through. day or been right, through personally. Right. So, and I think people really kind of sense that and they get the feeling for that. And that's why I think we're so successful is that we've, we can at least guide you. If we haven't experienced it, we've experienced it through one of our clients. Absolutely. So again, give us a call 925-203-5808. Get pre-approved for one of these properties that Jessica's telling us and cash flow. 
$1,200 a month. Agreed. Agreed. Um, and I have just one more sure. I will share with you. It is a duplex, a duplex, 99000 Also in Fresno, duplex for 99000 This property brings in uh, 15000 <laughs> sorry, annually. Wow. So it's bringing in you know, a little more than 1000 a month. But 99000 I mean, what can you get for 99000 is, is it falling down? No, it's a two-bedroom, one-bath, and a studio in the back. Wow. It's in a decent part of town. 99000 It's amazing to me. So how does somebody get a hold of you if they want to drive to Fresno with you and, and check out these properties? <laughs> if you would like to have a carpool, uh, 916-532-8916. And, and really, guys, it's not just Fresno. If you're looking for something in Sacramento and I know what your anticipated return is and what your goals are, sure. each person has their own goals and a different reason for it. We can sit down and come up with a plan that's going to work for you. Great. Um, again, 916-532-8916. And I think one of the biggest things people do and one of the biggest mistakes people make is they don't set up the correct financing. They don't go into an offer without knowing exactly what their monthly payment's going to be, right. without knowing what the expenses on that property are going to be. And that's something that I can help you with and really make sure that that property is, is the right one for you because it's, it's, it's important that you're buying something not to live in, but to at least make sure that it's how long you're going to keep the property, if it's going to accomplish your goals, if you're 1031 money from additional sale right. into that property, will it satisfy those requirements? So, you know, the biggest thing to do is give us a call, 925-203-5808, or visit us at our website, reallifelending.com. Again, reallifelending.com. All right, folks, we're coming up on our last break. We'll be right back after this. It's Real Life Lending with financial services expert, Eric Ilofsky-McKay. All right, folks, you're listening to Real Life Lending. My name's Eric McKay. Today, I'm here with Jessica Couch. And I've got another article here, Jessica. It's kind of tied into what you and I do and what we talk about all the time is about having the right team in place. And it, it's basically an article that kind of states the, 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 uh, the, the headline is Realtors Decide Who Gets the Loan in Most Cases. So, and it basically says that Freddie Mac did a study uh, about uh, real estate agents, and they found that real estate agent professionals tend to refer their home buying clients to a select group of lenders. Well, hopefully, I would agree with hopefully, that. Hopefully that's so. Uh, and they po- choose their lenders based on the ease of doing business with them, the reputations, and the strength of those relationships. I'm the first one, although I, although I want everybody to use my, myself and Essex Mortgage, I think that doing your homework, which a lot of people do, uh, is the best start. And agents like yourself who do a lot of transactions each year want the path of least resistance, right? Well, not only that, I think one of the very important things that's so fundamental and so basic is just communication. Sure. And I have, um, time and time again, with companies who shall remain nameless, there has been a very large gap in communication, largely because they're in Detroit and, sure. you know, just the timing is different. We get shuffled from person to person. So just having that personal relationship, sure. I know when I hand somebody off to you, you will drive out and pick up their paperwork. Sure. When can we meet? It's a, it's just it, the communication is so basic and necessary. And it kind of goes hand in hand with what it says. It says 84% of agents say they maintain such a lender list. They maintain such a lender list. And it tends to be a select one. Almost three quarters of agents refer their clients to only one to three lenders. The remaining work with four to six. Uh, real estate professionals hold sway their customers. The writing is not correct, but it says 70% say their clients always often use a recommended choice, which I believe too is that, you know, you want to use somebody by referral, that they've done a good I job for somebody that. in the past, and that includes an agent. Uh, and I think it, reputation is everything in our business. And sometimes it's that we were talking about before the show. 
20 some odd years in the business, we're still learning. Right. It changes. So I think that being open to that and staying in communication and constant contact with everybody involved is the most important thing. Um, and the 87% among those who sell more than 20 properties a year. So if, if you're an agent selling 20, 20 more properties a year, which you are, um, 87% of those use one or two lenders. Well, what I think is interesting and not mentioned in this article, I do talk to a lot of agents who do maybe five or six deals a year, and they have a whole plethora of lenders. All right. We're coming up on our break. Believe it or not, show's over. Jessica, how does somebody get a hold of you? 916-532-8916. All right. 925-203-5808. Give me a call. Work with me directly. Thanks for listening to Real Life Lending. Have a great day. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.